trip here, Paul said. Jim, go over to the drugstore and pick up two disposable cameras. Aaron and I will meet you at the checkout counter. Aaron pushed the cart while Paul loaded it up. When his father wasn't looking, Aaron dropped some of his favorite goodies into the cart. Paul raised his eyebrows when the groceries were being rung up. Where did all this junk food come from? he asked. Then he smiled at Aaron and playfully punched his arm. It's okay, son, he said, but remember, you have to carry it. They paid the bill, loaded the car, and headed out of Bozeman toward the Gallatin Canyon. Chapter 2 Buying Supplies It was a beautiful autumn day. The air was brisk, and bright sunlight glistened off the mountains on both sides of the road. Jim and Aaron were excited. What could be better than camping in the wilds of Montana? They could hardly wait to see the wild animals, especially bears, and catch their first native trout. The Gallatin River ran alongside the road. As they entered Gallatin Canyon, Paul noticed right away that the water level in the river was very low. There's been no rain here for weeks, he said. We'll have to be very careful with our campfires. Look how dry everything is. As they continued up the canyon, the road crossed and recrossed the river. Finally, Paul slowed down. He turned the car into the driveway of Elmer's Motel and Restaurant. The Barclays tumbled out of the car and looked around them. A tall man about the same age as the boy's grandfather was at the door to greet them. It was Elmer himself, the owner. He wore a Western-style shirt, jeans, and cowboy boots. Welcome to Elmer's, he said with a smile. Paul introduced himself, Jim and Aaron. After they all shook hands, Paul signed the motel guest book. Is this the first trip to Montana for you boys? Elmer asked. Aaron was quick to answer. Yes, sir. We're anxious to see some wildlife, especially grizzly bears. Is that so? Well, if you boys are interested in grizzlies, I know somebody you should talk to. But why don't we take your things to your room first? After getting settled in their room, the next stop was Elmer's restaurant. It had been a long day, and they were all hungry. They met Elmer's wife, Helen, at the restaurant. She showed them where to sit and took their order. We're starving. Buffalo, burgers all around, Paul said. And french fries, Jim added. And pickles, Aaron chimed in. You've got it. Buffalo burgers it is, Helen laughed. When they'd eaten the delicious burgers, Elmer came over to their table. This time he was wearing a cowboy hat. He sat down next to Jim. If you want to know about grizzly bears, he said, you should talk to Zeb Parker. He knows every inch of these mountains from the Gallatin Canyon to Yellowstone, and that covers more than 50 miles. Zeb has had a good many encounters with bears. In fact, eight years ago, he lost part of his leg to a grizzly. Aaron's mouth dropped open. His eyes were wide. We'd sure like to meet Mr. Parker. Where can we find him? Paul asked. Well, aren't you lucky, Elmer chuckled. Here he is, coming through the door right now. Chapter 3. Zeb Parker 
Turning around, the Barclays saw a lean and weathered man walk in and take a table. He was a thin fellow, but he looked muscular and strong. He wore old clothes and walked with a limp. The boys and their dad walked over to the man's table. Excuse me, are you Zeb Parker? Paul asked politely. Yeah, why do you want to know? Zeb looked hard at Paul and the boys. Well, Mr. Parker, my sons and I are going camping in the mountains. We hear that no one can give us more information about bears than you can. That's probably so, the man said in a raspy, low voice. And you fellas might as well call me Zeb. Everybody does. Okay, Zeb, I'd be happy to buy you drinks and dinner if you'd share some of your experiences with us. That seemed to spark Zeb's interest. For a free dinner and drinks, I'd talk to the devil. Sit down.